0: Hey, welcome to James Crowley's Infinite Playlist, the podcast where I try to hear every song that has ever existed, a podcast on the Lughole Network. Uh, What a week it has been. Um, It's been a really weird and busy week for me, but I'm very excited to share this episode with you guys. I spoke to Nathan Ragland, the host of the Postmodern Art Podcast, and we had such a great conversation about music and life, mainly about music, but I felt like we really clicked. And we talked about songs that help you paint a mental image uh which i think that music does for so many people and i think that this was a really fun and interesting conversation especially when we both had songs that we both like really knew that let us uh kind of both show off our own like sides and relationships with the songs you know like we do on this podcast uh but no this was this was really fun i love talking to nathan about it um and also so one of the things i think it will be more so in part two but it might come up a little bit in this we talk a lot about tyler the creator we're both both big Tyler fans, um, and so when we talk about tyler this was right before tyler released his new album call me if you get lost which is an incredible new album so there's a lot of us talking about it in the future tense and about how we're excited about it the album is out now and it's incredible and you should listen to it um but so before we get into that you can follow nathan you can find nathan's podcast the postmodern art podcast wherever you get podcasts uh apple podcast spotify anchor uh, it's also on youtube you can find all those links in the Episode notes. You can also follow both of the, the podcast on both Twitter and Instagram at Post Mod Art Pod. Um, Nathan also has a shop where you can buy uh, merch for his podcast, and it's really cool designs. And one of the things that he's doing that I think is super cool is this month he had uh, Pride themed designs, and the proceeds are going to LGBTQ uh, charities. Uh, so you can find that link down in the description. It's PMAP.creator dash spring.com um yeah but so let's get into it well so before we get into anything music tell me a little bit about the postmodern art
1: podcast I would be more than happy to. The Postmodern Art Podcast is a podcast dedicated to giving artists who are wowing the world over the platform they deserve. Uh, Every week, I bring on a different artist uh, from all sorts of different aspects of art. You know, musicians, you know, thumbnail artists. Uh, I've even brought on a wrestler at some point. Had them talk about how wrestling is art. I know, right? Um, Name is Edith Surreal. Shout out to her. But um, I have them, uh, I bring them on every single week and I just let them just go off about their passion, their artwork that they produce. Just let them just talk about what got them interested in. Art and like how others Might be interested in art themselves like how they Can potentially get invested in the stuff that they're doing It's been a great experience if I say so myself (laughs)
0: <laughs> it, it, i haven't admittedly i haven't checked it out yet but i'm excited to you know i like it like i love uh, i've gotten more and more into art and once you said wrestler i got like i'm not a <laughs> wrestling fan but i'm fascinated by wrestling
1: yeah no like just I, I'm, I'm a huge wrestling fan myself so it's like whenever i heard about this person either surreal who's originally um still life with apricots and pears at chikara um like she is this like the main reason why I brought her on is because she found a way to like combine wrestling with art as well. Like, she, like, her, like, uh, was it her wrestling gear was like a blank canvas that, like, after each match would have like a different paint smear or something like that added on That's to it. Awesome.
0: It is. Um, before we get to the playlists, um, can you tell me a little bit about like what you listen to normally?
1: Okay. Normally, it's been. I, I'm one of those people to where I don't like to limit myself to a specific genre. I like to say, if the music is I good, I'll so. listen to it. <laughs> you got that from my playlist. I assume. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like, there are some that I just like my go-tos at the very least is like rap and hip hop. And then also I've been really getting into a lot of indie pop and like modern indie pop. Like some of the stuff that people are producing out there is absolutely amazing. Um, Tyler, the creator is like my go-to artist, like straight up Kendrick Lamar, uh kanye west absolutely huge fan despite all the political stuff but that's you know I, that, that that's a whole different issue and then when it comes to, like the indie pop stuff uh or like indie pop hyper pop uh holiday kiss is absolutely amazing i will recommend to the day i die very much is uh wonderful and then one of the people i'll save because she's actually on my playlist so well, I'll, okay. I'll talk more about it when we get to it Okay, cool.
0: Yeah, no, And I, I, looking at your playlist, I really enjoyed it too, just because it, it remi- it, like, makes it, it, like, I didn't know everything on your playlist, but it, like, felt like a similar approach that I like to take when I make playlists, so I was like, okay, this, like, fits the vibe of the show perfectly, but so the theme is painting a mental image. Um, or creating a mental picture, um, you know, uh, what was kind of your approach in creating this playlist?
1: For, for me, it's one of those, like, for a lot of people, I would like to imagine, like, whenever we listen to music and such, like, it's one of those we try to, like, put ourselves in that kind of situation of whatever the artist is coming up with, you know, no matter what it may be. Um, like, it's an escape more than anything else. So I wanted to go with sort of the playlist that, at least for me, I know that you know people have like different that's the beauty of music, like with how big of a variety is out there. Many people may connect on a different level, but I wanted to go with ones where like whenever I listen to it, I could have my eyes closed or whatnot, and I could clearly see exactly what they're trying to go for, like from the lyrics to like the style of music that they try to go for, the you know, any sort of hint of a possibility for you to be as lived in with the situation as possible and give you like, like you're there with them as they're performing this song for whatever scenario. That's why I tried to go for it with this playlist.
0: Absolutely. And uh, you know, that was kind of the same thing I tried to do a little bit too, where I was kind of thinking, okay, you know, what's something like, I, I drew a lot from lyrics because I think that lyrics are kind of the easiest way to do that sort of painting a mental image, but like, same thing with like soundscapes and things like that, and there, you there were, uh, you know, there were even like instrumentals on your playlist that I was like, okay, this makes sense, you know? <laughs> uh, so, but anyway, let's hop right into it with your first pick, which was, I'm gonna read the full title, Suburbia Overture, <laughs> Greetings from marybell Township, Vampire Culture, Love Me Normally by Will Wood. First.
2: <laughs>
0: which is a very bold way to start
2: <laughs> so
1: I, I will say for the audience i'm gonna give you a little bit behind the scenes with the playlist this was a very very late addition yes. to my playlist and stuff but the main reason why is i add this to my playlist i was not aware of this artist until like a few weeks back So I've actually had Will Wood On my podcast for those who don't know oh, Will, nice. Wood is a, Will Wood is a quote unquote Avant pop artist That's how he's been described before uh, From around I think New Jersey um, My producer on my Podcast uh, Maria aka Tipsy J Hearts she introduced me To Will and wanted me to have him on the podcast And I was like you know hey if you could bring Him on that's great um, luckily She was able to get him we got something down And then like before I brought him on I'm like you know, with any guests that I do, I want to make sure I do like my, my proper research right. before I like bring them on and talk because I don't want to be a lazy host. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I I listened to his back catalog and his, this this is off his most recent album, the Normal album, and uh, is absolutely just like it, it blew me away it's with this anything kind of but stuff. normal. <laughs> is anything but normal, which is kind of like the emphasis that he's trying to go for with this thing, try, yeah. trying to go for like whatever. Uh, like basically taking the standards of what normal can be or whatnot, and sort of like questioning what exactly it means to be normal. And I got that immediately right off the bat with this song because I'm sure I, for those you probably heard the clip, those in the audience. But um, like you get this like you know interesting beat that's like the you know the dowops, the you know bebops. Like you get like it sounds instant, like, like a 19- Broadway
0: musical to start, and then it's just like. I'm going to, I'm going to try to pick a clip maybe more towards the middle to kind of have the full effect where it, it transitions nicely like it transitions very well, like, but there is a moment where you're kind of like, am I listening
1: to the same song? (laughs) no but that's that's also kind of the thing that will tries to kind of go for whenever i had him on the podcast like again you talk about like you know how it seems like you're listening to a completely different song like halfway through like it goes from this like doo-wop like 1950s you know buddy holly kind of tune and all of a sudden it goes down to this like like really like hardcore like you know rocking beat with the vampire culture and such and like it's a weird blend. this should have gone on the uh why does this work podcast (laughs) episode, but but part of the reason why I picked this one is because, um, again, the music that he goes for, it, like, right off the bat with that little doo-wop thing, you get that instant vision in your head of, like, you know, Pleasantville, you know, 1950s suburbia. Yeah. No pun intended. But then, like, you actually listen to the lyrics. Like, the first two lines alone is uh, white picket fences, barbed wire to trenches. Whenever I uh, had Will on the podcast, I, one of the things I asked him is why did he go with all these, like, different genres throughout the album? Because it's not just, like, This is only like one part he's gone. This is just the beginning. This is literally the beginning of the album. He does like pop, rock, uh, jazz, uh, reggae, klezmer, which I didn't even know was a uh, music genre or something like that. But he does all these different elements. He tells me that he uses it not to like define him, like when it comes to the genre, but as a tool for the music, like he is setting you up with that 1950s, like doo-wop, you know, beat or whatnot to get you that instant, like familiarity. Cause a lot of people, they'll be like, Oh, I wish it was like back in the fifties when it was the good old days, yeah. good old days when everything is normal. But it's like, you actually think about it, like, especially listen to lyrics. You think about it, but it's like, was it really that great? You know, everyone ducking cover for potential nuclear warfare. You know, it's all race. like the
0: irony of it all.
1: Exactly. Which is something that, is beautifully done by the man. Um, And I think it helps, like, again, it's one of those, it's like looking at an art piece and thinking you know what it's going to be all about, but then, like, you see, like, the description of it or something like that and then like it totally changes your perspective on what exactly you're looking at more than anything else which is again wonderfully done by Will Wood if you guys haven't listened to it I will highly recommend you listen to the normal album because it deserves all the love and praise for just the musical prowess the guy has so I
0: want to listen uh, I only listen to this uh, just because I haven't gotten <laughs> time to listen to the whole thing but I do want to listen to the whole thing and I do want to explore more of his stuff just because like this was so out there and it's very funny now I I was thinking about this earlier when I was out on a walk um when I was younger and I would like I would like want to be in bands like that was my whole thing I was like all right I want to be a musician and I just loved all these different genres of music and I wanted to be able to be like all right I want to make music where like this could start out as like a pop punk song but then it's gonna end and it's gonna be like I don't know like yacht rock or something you know (laughs) and like a song like this kind of does that in a sense where it's it will go from that sort of like little shop of horror somewhere that's green you know sort of intro into you know that straight up like hardcore punk like metalcore bridge section that's just like you know rebelling against
1: all of that oh yeah no, I mean, like, I. It, it's amazing what Will does, not just with this song, but with the album as a whole. Like, again, you know, when it comes to like normality, like I said, you know, this thing is basically just about, you know, like the culture that what you guys think of as normality culture. You know, you know, especially nowadays, it's kind of a little timely, but like everyone's talking about, oh, I want things to be back to normal when, you know, when all this COVID stuff ends. But it's like you think about it, it's like the government sucks at times, I, you, know, I, you know, with certain things. Yeah. Uh people are pieces of crap all the time. It's yeah. And that the quality of life can be horrible at times as well. It's like, again, people have that like picturesque idea of what normality should be. And this song takes that picture, lights it on fire, tosses it in the ocean and expect you to look at it and be like, yep, this is normal. Exactly. It's, it's a little bit like,
0: this is like a dumbed down version of it, but uh do you know the Megadeth music video for "Peace Cells"?
1: I have not seen. No, I haven't seen it, but I'm aware of. Me- I'm aware of Megadeth and all that. So I need to like elaborate for me, for especially for those who do not know.
0: <laughs> it's uh, what ends up happening is like right. Oh, wait, before- wait, 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 wait,
1: wait, sorry, sorry, sorry. I know the song. I just haven't seen the music video. Okay,
0: okay. So right before it like picks up at the end with the peace, peace. Uh, you know that whole oh, Dave Mustaine doing his thing mm-hmm. in the music video. It is a scene where he's just sitting in front of a TV and there's war and there's violence and there's, you know, all sorts of things. And like a middle-aged guy walks in like a classic 1950s, like parent looking thing. And he goes, what is this garbage you're watching? I want to watch the news. And he goes, this is the news.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and like, it's, no, you know, it's kind of funny now as an adult, because it's so kind of on the nose, but like that is sort of what he's doing with this being like, yeah we have this utopian society that's also really awful
1: yeah ain't that the truth in the <laughs> oh, goodness
0: absolutely well let's keep on rolling along into my first pick which was marine tigers by the world is a beautiful place and i'm no longer afraid to die which i chose this it i chose this because i had to pick a world is song their songs uh for me you know they have all like the lyrical prowess and stuff but like musically they do make me kind of like picture like a landscape always um and if you look at their album covers uh usually they are very pretty too i really like a lot of <laughs> the artwork that the world is does i've bought a million world is t-shirts uh over the years <laughs> i, I
1: um, i'm not gonna lie i had never heard of this band in the first place before i started listening to your podcast more than anything else right right i just wanted to say like first off i'm letting you know right now this was my favorite song out of your entire playlist oh, like it, cool. is, it because i i never heard of it before but like you know it Like you could probably attest to this, like you listen to the actual lyrics and like you could tell that in in ways it kind of parallels what my first song was about with the whole entire like corporate America and like being consumed by all that stuff. But then like the soundscape that was implemented in this one, like was absolutely gorgeous. I don't know about you, but like along with the fact that the, the, the song is called Marine Tigers or something like that that i had this like mental image of like just being lost at sea more than anything else like you know like you're stranded yes. or whatnot like you know the, the waves picking up and stuff and like especially when there was that load where it's like nice and calm and all of a sudden like the calm before the storm just bang you know boom like you know just the shouting all stuff like that and i love the fact that just cuts too like I, I i imagine that's probably like part of like you know i don't know how the album is set up or something you like that it could be thing, like it
0: flows a little. they do they do that a lot they're like they're an album band through and through right
1: oh no trust me i would love that i need to sit down and actually listen to this album but in the case of like this album like the single on its own it works perfectly because it's one of those like you know you think like you know all this stuff's getting bad like it's gotta be better and then just nope end it yeah that's the end like it
0: it gets chaotic very easily um and it's funny because so i (laughs) i know the background of the song where a marine tiger my understanding is it's a type of boat that people in the caribbean use to get to america um Hmm. and this song was kind of written um about the lead singer's dad who i think is either a cuban or puerto rican immigrant Um, okay so you know he you know so he's kind of this came out the year after trump was elected so like there was a little bit of that in this where you know you're like we're a part of this country you know you can't like you know you can't look at all these things and then just be like you know yeah no these people don't get to exist so like there's that but i do think of you know i do think of the water imagery because i do think of just kind of like being in a boat on the ocean you know drifting and like you know when it gets louder you know there could be like a storm or choppy waves or things like that um you know and you get the biblical imagery there's nothing wrong with moses which uh (laughs) is i love biblical imagery
1: i mean it's it's a good it's a good image more than anything else like you know again like just hearing this song alone like i like i totally was like all in with like your mental image that you're trying to go for with this thing more that they were trying to go for as well like it it worked out perfectly like they they knew what they were trying to go for with like the again with the loud and the crashing you know drums and you know guitar riffs and all this stuff like it was wonderfully done
0: absolutely um and I do want to mention also the line please remember as a person it's the land that's always foreign has always yes. stuck with me this album is called <laughs> always foreign um but it you know it's kind of a Dumb citizens of earth sort of feeling where it's like, oh, you know, we're all we're all people, man. You know, it doesn't matter where we are.
1: It doesn't, it doesn't matter where we are unless we're on international waters. In that case, everything's fair game. Exactly. Because the land is always foreign.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, let's keep on rolling along into your next pick, which was my shot from Hamilton.
2: Um, college I probably shouldn't brag but dag I'm amazing astonished. the problem is I got a lot of brains but no polish I gotta holler just to be heard with every word I drop knowledge I'm a diamond in the rough a shining piece of coal trying to reach my goal my power of speech unimpeachable only 19 but my mind is older these New York City streets get cold. I shoulder every burden every disadvantage I've learned to manage I don't have a gun to brandish I walk these streets famished the plan is to fan this spark into a flame but damn it's so let me spell out the name. I am the A-N-E-X-A-N-D-E-R. We are meant to be. A colony that runs independently. Meanwhile, Britain keeps shitting on us endlessly. Essentially, they tax us relentlessly. Then King George turns around, runs a spending spree. He ain't never gonna set his descendants free. So there will be a revolution in this century. to me. He says
0: in parentheses.
2: Don't be shocked when your history book mentions me. I will...
0: Which... I I do want to ask, did you have the Broadway production in mind? I <laughs> Was to- the Disney Plus uh, <laughs> release last year, does, does that play a factor in this?
1: I wanted to at least include a Broadway element because Broadway is obviously an art form. Anyone yes. can make that argument. I wanted to include at least one. I went with this one because I personally connected with Hamilton a lot more than some Broadway's. I Keep in mind, I'm from like, you know, South, yeah, you know, I'm in Georgia right now, so like I've never been to Broadway. I've never had like that Broadway element. I would love to go to a Broadway musical at some point, but I also understand like the craftsmanship that goes into Broadway musicals and such, and like the the art that goes into it. So like seeing Hamilton, like you know, I I got that like instant connection. But this song in particular. I think it's a little bit more than just the fact that it's a Broadway musical and Broadway gives you that easy visualization because, yeah, you have, like, the elements of, you know, the actual history that's behind it that's emphasized out. But, like, I think for me, it's there's one particular section that really gives me, like – sort of a connection more than anything else and that's whenever it's like you know things are rousing up and you know people are like you know we got you know i'm not gonna throw away my shot you know i got this you know opportunity we have to take for it and then there's a point to where like the music dips for a little bit and limo veranda it's just talking about like look i'm sorry you know i just get excited i've never been around people this is something that i'm passionate about we gotta get this guy to the senate like that little yeah. moment right there gives you a good visualization for anyone sort of like mentality more than anything else of like, if you're passionate about something, like you shouldn't hold that back more than anything else. And I think like, you know, this be, like obviously the musical, any musical, any good musical, I should say as a whole, <laughs> it does a great job of like making sure you're fully invested and in like a part of the musical as much as the person involved. Even if the person involved is the person who's as close to the president as possible, which is not everyone.
0: Yeah, absolutely no and i think i think that uh, hamilton was i love hamilton i do um so you know there there have been a lot of hamilton songs throughout this podcast uh, if you go <laughs> into the backlogs but like it's one of the you know when i think of this song i just kind of always it gets me excited and I think because there's a lot of lines in it that I didn't necessarily catch my first time hearing it. And then I go back and I listen to the musical. Like I never, I didn't realize I imagined death so much. It feels more like a memory um, yeah. was originally said in my shot. The many times I listened to Yorktown or um, what is it? History has its eyes on you or whatever. The, the there you go. um and I think that you know Lin Manuel does a great job of kind of tying all that stuff together. It's like really a masterwork. Um, you know, for me, I also thought about doing like a Broadway show, just because like I always think about people that adore like Broadway musicals thrown through. And through. Mm-hmm. I've lived with a bunch of theater kids. I've like done the I did theater in high school. Um, you know, so like I know people that adore theater that like they just listen to cast albums
1: and, yeah <laughs> like, listen to cast
0: albums for things they've never seen and they're like oh i know the whole story from listening to a cast album and that's in a way you know really painting your own mental image because you have you have like the dream choreography in your head
1: and- exactly i i I'm just wondering how many people are gonna be like it. You know, generation is basically sorry. Hamilton is gonna be basically this generation's cats more than anything else. Like, I like if it wasn't for the Disney Plus release, which I mean, good on them for doing that. But like, I wonder how many people like tried to have like the image of Hamilton like before Disney Plus or whatnot before they actually went to see it just based on like listening to the songs on Spotify or Apple or such.
0: Oh yeah, and that was kind of what I had too. Where I I'd listened to this, I'd listen to the album so many times, and then when I watched it on Apple, on uh, Disney Plus. I was like, "Oh, well, this is kind of what I knew it looked like, just from seeing like clips and previews and things like that." And then I'm like, "Okay, and this is incredible." Yeah, <laughs> uh, but like, I lost like the mental image.
1: Yeah yeah no no i mean that's that's always an interesting thing whenever you actually see like a visualization of any sort of like writing out there like you have your mental image and then like it gets produced and it's not the same mental image hookup but like the the spirit should still be there no matter what
0: and especially especially when something is very good too (laughs) uh well let's keep on moving along into my next pick which was Source Decay by the Mountain Goats
2: week. I make the drive two hours east to check the Austin post office box. I take the detour through our old neighborhood. See all the Chevy Impalas in their front yards up on blocks. And I park in an alley. And I read through the postcards you continue to send. Whereas as indirectly as you can you ask what i remember i like these torture devices from my old best friend well i'll tell you what i know like i swore i always would i don't think it's gonna do you any good i remember the train headed south out of bangkok down
1: um course you had to have a mountain goat song in the, in this playlist <laughs> I'm, I'm a
0: little mad now that you've listened to episodes of the podcast because you know like my beats <laughs> you know there's not a wonder Years song on this unless uh, wow I'm, surprising <laughs> I, I know um no but i mean but when it comes to songwriters that do really like great lyrics that do that great job of like telling a story i always think mm-hmm. of john Darnielle um you know and uh, another band i own so many t-shirts i own so many like (laughs) like like fan art i have like people that like they're like people that print stickers with like lyrics and like little images okay um, inspired by them and i love it you know they mountain goats have a lyric um on a song called "Amy," that's go on play with matches if you think you need to play with matches, uh, just stay alive. So people like will do pictures of matches and put <laughs> like stay alive or things like that. So like love stuff like that. Um, but this, I kind of have two big ones in my head. One, I do think of someone just like driving through Texas, like missing someone. Um, yeah. You know, and it doesn't, I kind of read it as a partner, like a romantic partner, um, you know, just because I always think of the line, I like these torture devices from my old best friend, um, which is a really devastating line when you think oh, about yeah. it because it's like someone that i used to love so much is sending me letters and just telling me how they've been and it is ruining my life but i like them <laughs> you know i need to know um, oh
1: absolutely
0: <laughs> but i also have the image of john darneal in 2001 sitting in a bathroom with a boom box and an acoustic guitar actually <laughs> recording this song
1: i just, wouldn't be surprised if that's the case.
0: well that's that's how it this whole album was recorded like on a boom box oh wait a,
1: straight up wait what okay <laughs> oh
0: he did this whole out al- well like i don't know if it's so prominent in this song um but like there's like tape hiss in all okay, of these yeah. songs and it's yeah. because he was just like sitting with a boom box while he was like in nursing school i think
1: oh and okay
0: would just kind of be like all right i'm just gonna you know i have an idea for a song i'll write a few things and then i'll just bang it out and then recorded it and you know that was the album
1: fair enough fair enough i, w- I was gonna say in your defense i had never like i've heard of the mountain goats like offhand mainly because of the wrestling album that they had as a wrestling fan um but That being said, like, I never, like, sit down and listen to their music, so I didn't really, like, understand, you know, just how significant it was, but, like, with this song in particular, like, it's... Like it's raw, it's authentic more than anything else with like the soundscape. And now that I know like the backstory behind it, it makes sense why it's so like raw and authentic. Yeah. Cause like you you can hear, like, you know, like like you said with the the lyrics that you were talking about and such, you know, like you can tell that there's like a pain to him, like just talking about this kind of stuff or like a, a love-hate relationship with this old town, you know. Yeah. You know, it, it it makes perfect sense. Uh it, it does give that like good image more than anything else of like just. A person, if nothing else, like just sitting in their truck, like, you know, I got to go back and do this thing or whatnot, you know, to go pick up my mail,
0: you know, to go pick up my do work, you know, I have to go to a shitty P.O. box or whatever. Exactly. And like, you know, this is one that, you know, there's I think almost all the songs on this album are fictional, like, you know, not necessarily told from his point of view, but also like I he's been pretty straightforward where he's like even if a song is made up there's parts of me in it that are true um and this one i think that that sense of longing is very universal
1: yeah no i mean it, i can only you know i i imagine we all have at least like that one Time in our life to where it's like we have that Sort of like feeling that pit of like Want or something like that so like The way that uh, the Mountain goats in this case like illustrates that how John illustrates that like it's It's absolutely like gut Wrenching and like I said raw more than anything Else I, I appreciate when an artist Like goes off as authentic as possible With like the soundscape more than anything Else um, and like I said Now that I heard the story of how this song was Recorded like that just makes me appreciate Them like 10 times more Oh, if,
0: it, if you're into that sort of... Early Mountain Goats was all kind of like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> all like Boomba... Bo- like everything from this album going backwards like into the early Mm -hmm. 90s is like boombox like early recordings he has like snippets of whatever was playing on the radio before he recorded okay (laughs) and like it's very fun and then after that they start doing stuff in the studio and like it's still cool i still really like it and they do a lot of cool things with sound but like there is something very fun about like i have this idea for a story i'm gonna bang this out really quickly
1: You, you gotta always give like you know give love and credit to like artists whenever they make the best and like amazing stuff out of like limited resources because I imagine like I can only imagine like a song like this in like a studio production, like I I don't I don't know how much of its like luster will be lost in a sense you know
0: yeah let's roll on into your next pick which was Lost in the World by Kanye West
2: to slow down the time. I'm up in the woods. I'm out on my mind. I'm building a still to slow down the time. I'm up in the woods.
1: Look, I had to include Kanye somewhere in this list because I think he's very underrated. With kind of like, like he, you know, he he's a genius. He's an artist and all this kind of stuff. But I feel like you know, at, at his most base form, like he could be really good with like conveying a message and telling a story. And I feel like this song is one of the better ones that he has in that situation. I probably could have picked in like "All Falls Down" or something like that. When it comes to like, I mean, that there, visualization. there are
0: a lot on "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy."
1: Yes, I think,
0: you know they. I mean, you've you listened to the podcast. I'm a big Kanye <laughs> fan, you know. So there's there's a lot. He's a very he's a vast artist.
1: Yes, yes, he is. But I, what with this song in particular, what gets me is kind of using a uh, Bonavere or Bornavar Bonavere, You know who I'm talking about. Bon having bon him like yeah, having uh, him on there like with his song and like the. The, the soft and somber tones like mo- with some of the with some aspects of this song as well and then like just the lyrics that kanye is talking about i'm sure you've probably heard the story of like the second verse or something like that or like the first verse like where that came from have you heard um, that story
0: i don't know if i know that story
1: apparently the,
0: you're talking gonna, the you're my devil you're my angel
1: verse yes right? exactly <laughs> That if I remember this correctly, is apparently what Kanye had sent Kim Kardashian in an email when they were like first trying to see each other, whenever he wanted oh. to like date her. Like this is like authentically him talking about like, you know, you're my you're my heaven, you're my uh, you know, hell, you're my you're my devil, you're my angel, you're my heaven, you're my hell. Like it's one of those, like you know that like these two, like there's a lot of emotions that went into it, and that was yeah. something that Kanye wanted to like illustrate with like this little you know with this verse or something like that and kanye's really good about like giving people a good lived-in experience like you know with that kind of stuff so i feel like with this song in particular just kind of like the the, the basically the mental start of a relationship with like the you know the the cries or whatnot from like the the background artists and such like you know the, hearing their singing as well and you know again bonavar bonavar yeah Words are wonderful, aren't they? <laughs> Bonnie <Iver. laughs> Bear, bon thank you. Bonnie Bear's like, you know, the, the music that he implements throughout as well, like gives you this kind of like almost a bit of hope for whatever may come yeah. forward. Which I imagine we all have at least one experience like that. You know, to where we have that like hope that hey, things are looking good, things are looking interesting. Well, it's it's so funny now knowing that background
0: for the for the verse, just because like for me, you know. I always think of My Beautiful Dark was Fantasy as a breakup album, you know, because oh, yeah. it is in a sense, you know, it's a big, you know, Amber Rose album. Um, Amber Rose and the Taylor Swift and South Park for some reason, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, are the, th- the three things that come to mind when I think of uh, oh, yeah. My Beautiful. But so, I mean, I think when you have... You know, Justin Vern's. I'm up in the woods. I'm down on my mind. You know, I I used to go into it thinking like, okay, this is another breakup song. It's a very upset, very like, I want you back, but I don't. You know, but knowing that it that verse is supposed to be inspired by Kim is yeah. also. I mean, you know, now that hindsight is twenty and twenty, now that they're getting a divorce, but like, you know, in that sort of moment, you know, you're like, oh yeah, you know, I'm going through. St- everything you know and yeah you kind of have justin vernon to set the scene where he's like yeah lost don't know you know that same sort the same sort of thing that i think excuse me those early bonnie the first bonnie ver album had where it was like yeah i'm gonna go to a wood cabin and mope without my ex-girlfriend
1: right right and that's i mean you you said it yourself this is kind of something that was emphasized by kanye throughout you know my beautiful dark twisted fantasy as a whole like that's like you're set up and like you probably go into that like thinking that's kind of stuff consider the fact that the song before this is blame game which is all about you know hearing the you know the phone you know you know, trying to you know who's the blame for like this bad relationship but like you know basically blame game is the end of the previous relationship this is supposed to be like the start of a brand new one like again i'm lost in the world you know i'm down on my was it down on my pride um, um i'm uh i'm down I'm on lost. my mind i'm down on my mind I like
0: miss the but like the know,
1: yeah yeah but, but but basically like yeah that last time i guess and i'm down for the night it's when i was like look Things are going shit right now, but like, fuck it. I just, I want to move on. I want to start brand new. Let's, let's make this happen. Let's, let's make something amazing.
0: And he kind of does that a little bit with the music. You know, I, my favorite Kanye is always like Kanye when he's hype, you know, when I get to a Kanye (laughs) song and it, when I listen to a Kanye song and I feel like I'm a hitter on a major league baseball team and I'm like, I want this song playing as I walk out to at at the bottom of the ninth inning you know that like so, so you're
1: playing barry bonds not joking, not joking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if i'm taking steroids yeah um, there you go <laughs> but uh but like lost in the world kind of has that like with the beat behind it you know His, yeah. kanye's production is genius
1: it, it's it like you can say whatever you want about like Kanye's, you know, lyrics, you know, trust me, a lot of people have, but like his beats are some of the best out there. And I think the soundscape that he implements with those as well is something that really helps with like the storytelling with give you that mental image so that you can get in with, you know whatever Kanye's talking about even something that you can't like really relate with like the entirety of the the Watch the Throne album like those beats they had for that album something like that like you can't relate to like you know driving a Rolls Royce having you know Rolex and all that kind of stuff but like you're in whenever you're hyped with him
0: you're you're very much in the moment um exactly I have the 100th episode of this podcast recorded um, and there's a lot of my beautiful dark twisted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is a further so teaser this is of the like episode. It's like
0: a teaser. <laughs> it's like in my head. I'm like, I've had it. I've had that album on the brain very much lately.
1: Oh no, trust me. I I still go back and listen to that album. Like all, all the time. It's one of those, that's an album that I constantly go back to. Um, One of the songs. Well, we'll talk about this later on with my playlist or whatnot, but Kendrick Lamar's the Pippa butterfly. When I constantly go back to Igor flower boy, you know, the Tyler essentials or whatnot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I go, I go back to all the Tyler albums, even the early ones that are a little cringy. Uh,
1: Well, no, absolutely. Trust me. I go back to them here and there. So I fucking love goblin like the little, like through line they had with that, with the, 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 the therapist and such like, that's a beautiful like piece of work right there. Definitely. Um,
0: Let's keep on rolling along into my next pick, which was Sour Breath by Julian Baker.
2: I know you do better when you're by yourself Free from the weight of my dirt, poor health you no tried to fix all my missing cells. Didn't bring it up, cause I've done so well Shaw.
0: Julian Baker is just an artist that I listen to when I feel sad. <laughs> you
1: know? I could tell that based on this song. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It's not, it's not a it's not a very positive song. And it's funny, I'd forgotten which song i which julian i knew which album it was but i had a different song in my head as i was like <laughs> before i was like all right time to go back and like prepare and then like i was like oh right i chose this one uh which <laughs> i think is darker than the one i was thinking of
1: <laughs> yeah this is a pretty dark song i will give yeah. you that one but like i got the vibe almost instantly <laughs> i mean it's very much
0: you know there's a lot of You know, Julian Baker, I think, writes about addiction very well, Um, Mm. you know, and I think that, you know, she writes, you know, about a lot of pain, you know, and, like, hard and difficult relationships, and I think that this song, you very much get the thought of trying to maintain yourself and keep yourself above water in a, like, deteriorating relationship uh, oh, yeah. you know, while you're trying to better yourself, but things just kind of seem like they're getting worse.
1: Yeah. I mean, I hate to jump ahead right to the end of the song, but like the, the, the metaphor that she used of, you know, the faster I swim, the harder I, you know, I sink or whatnot. That's a beautiful metaphor that really like illustrates to whoever's listening, like, you know, Hey, this is, yeah, I'm trying as hard as I can, but I I'm failing. I'm failing hard. Like, it, it, you know, that that instant like failure or like that and instant, when she you just know,
0: screams it at the end you're like oh, yes man, that's oh like, jesus like you it's could like, I, <laughs> it's like how frustration feels
1: it, it goes back to what i was talking about like that raw authenticity more thing. i was like you could tell that like she belted out as much as she could at that tail just yell it out Not just to emphasize it, but to basically see if anyone would listen to her. Because I imagine that's probably also something else that, like, people with addiction, like, struggle with as well. Like, as well as, like, you're trying as hard as you can. But, like, if no one's around, if you don't have a good support group or something like that, you feel like you're in the ocean drowning. So, I mean, she emphasizes that perfectly with this song.
0: Yeah, it's like, she's a very, like... (sighs) I feel like she does it even better on her most recent album where, you know, she kind of just talks about how hard life can be sometimes Mm -hmm. and like, you know, how kind of how hopeless things feel um, (laughs) on occasions. I like to think that there's positive, there's always hope, but like every now and then when you're kind of going through it, you're like, yeah, nothing I do is going to make this better.
1: I mean, if there's anything that we've learned from the past year alone is we could try to be as positive as possible, but there's only so much a single person can do on their yeah. own. A, a, a strong support group now, whether it's right there next to you or thousands of miles away, is a lot more helpful for people that are struggling in the in harsh times like this. So,
0: absolutely, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: um, well, as we roll on into your next pick, one thing I do want to note. Uh, before i say the title it flowed very well going from lost in the world into this where like it was a very smooth transition and (laughs) uh, that's something i always appreciate
1: on these playlists uh i i I, I try sorry i want to say real quickly i tried to have like somewhat of a through line or at least a flow with my playlist as well so
0: and like i love that because i always try to do that sometimes it works better than others but like (laughs)
1: We'll emphasize that later on your list. There's one song I wanna talk about. I think, I think you already know right which it, is.
0: it <laughs> is. but let's roll on into your next pick, which was Drifting Away by Kai Dreams.
2: If it's all just a dream and I don't ever want to wake up. I think I've already Says she liked the way my voice hits the highs and the lows. How it reminded her of home, a familiar tone. I think we've been here before, a familiar zone. It's just all the days burned into one. This but a speck of a world under infinite.
1: That's why I'm assuming it's has pronounced. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Tell me about this one. So I actually heard about this one through... Uh, not an artist, but like her Discord server, uh, Holiday Kiss. I when I'm not gonna lie, there were times where I was struggling with this list. I will be upfront on <laughs> honest. because it's like you know, I there's only so much I can like really emphasize and whatnot. So it's like I asked these you know people in the Discord server, and they told me about Kai Dreams. Like this one person is like, "Yo, know, I always get like a good visualization with this one." And so like I listened to like this, like I think it's off of a four track like EP or something yeah. like that, but like this is like, so like beautiful and elegant with like the, the soundscape once again, Uh sorry, take a shot every time I say sound, soundscape in this episode. <laughs> um No, but it's like, it, it's so beautiful. Like the, the imp- instruments that are implemented through here and just like how fl- the flow of it more than anything else, like it, it's supposed to be almost like a dream, which is kind of the emphasis and kind of this, like, you know, tender loving, you know, moment more than anything else and i thought that was a great visualization of like comfort more than anything else
0: definitely it's it's funny just because i'm looking at the album cover right now too um Mm -hmm. and it's funny because i have the album cover and then i have Uh, you and you have the flower boy poster and they're kind of (laughs) they're kind of similar color wise yeah uh really but like i kind of when i listen to this i just kind of like picture myself floating through like a sky that's kind of like that you know that kind of like pretty sunset colors
1: just like, you know, just relax it, like maybe on like a beach or something like that. Yeah. But like, you know, th- there's like not a single care in the world. It's just you and whoever you're with at that moment, just enjoying everything. Like, again, it's like that dream, which is why I think he really tried to go for not just the fact that his name is Kai Dreams. <laughs>
0: yeah. Absolutely. And the the EP is called Summer is Like a Dream.
1: <laughs> there you go. There you go. I mean, it's one of those, like, I give credit to whoever was in that uh, Discord server. Like, this was a very beautiful song to definitely go off of. And for anyone that does listen to it, like, you're instantly, like, you're instantly, like, teleported just based on the instruments alone. Like, the, yeah. you know, the, the lyrics, like, definitely add another layer to it, and add, like, like that companionship or, you know, whatever. Like, it's it's a great song in that sense, but I mainly picked this one for the instruments because of how yeah. it flew on that one.
0: Yeah. Cause I, you know, I glance at the lyrics and uh, I mean, admittedly the lyrics besides the lyric drifting away, didn't necessarily like connect with me, but having that instrumental there, I was like, oh yeah, I get this.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So whoever does uh, producing for Kai dreams with that sound, you know, with the instruments, stuff like that, you do it a good job. and You deserve a raise.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Um let's roll on into my next pick which was my backwards walk by Manchester Orchestra. Cover. Um,
1: oh, I didn't even realize that Okay, okay
0: um, So the original songs by Frightened Rabbit And the Frightened Rabbit version is very good And I probably like that one Better But I chose this one because I think that the music Kind of, it's sort of in the same Way that Drifting Away Does that, you know, where the music Kind of helps me create this Sort of image in my head uh, The way that uh Andy Hull and Manchester Orchestra kind of uh give a little bit more instrumentation to the song kind of did that for me um and then additionally the lyrics to it are just so like this is another like very heavy very sad song um yeah you know I I kind of it's kind of a love song but it's also kind of a breakup song um i do think that the ending line of you're the shit and i'm knee deep in it is a romantic one (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: you know
1: yeah after after listening to your place i just have to ask how's your relationship going how's your relationship relationship
0: great (laughs) 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 right before you asked that my girlfriend texted me she said i love you it flashed across Uh. my screen we're we're good
1: no but i i i wanted to say like with with this kind of like the like you were emphasizing or whatnot, like with the the music that was implemented with this one, like, you know, you could you can sit down and listen to it and it could go either way, honestly, depending on how you interpret it just because of like the instruments that are implemented as well. Like, you know, just that nice little somber, you know, tone more than anything else at times. Like it's, it's wonderfully done once again. And like the lyrics, you know, I, again, just, you know, backwards walk. I was like confused by that, but like listening to it and such, like it, it really does create that kind of like, you know, again, it depends on what your mind space is more than anything else, but it really helps with that visual image of like you in a relationship one way or another.
0: I This is very dumb because I'm old and I've been out of college for five years now, but it kind of makes me think of like a dorm room breakup you know what that's fair that is fair just because you know uh, at least like lyrically where it's just like you know um my clothes won't let me close the door you know the trousers seem to love your floor where it's very much about like i want to leave i want to go i have and sometimes saying goodbye is the hardest thing you know when yeah You break up and you say goodbye you know and you're like yeah this is done um you know but i think that kind of the images of like someone in sort of like a messy room you know just thinking i gotta get out of here but i can't and you know because besides going through the emotional turmoil you also physically cannot because i have to get my shit together
1: (laughs) it's one of the and even then like those can both be interlinked because like get your shit out of here and whatnot. Like it, it you, it's hard for someone to emotionally like take themselves out of a situation as well, like one way or another. And like having your stuff there whatnot is like, you know, it's like, it's, it's er- almost like people are trying to erase that memory or something like that, which is, you know, very hard for anyone that's in a good committed relationship to do more than anything else.
0: Absolutely. Um, and this is like, I played a lot of guitar throughout quarantine. This was like Mm -hmm. a go-to song that I like playing along to a lot just because it's, it's very simple. It's very fun. You get to kind of play the character a little bit.
1: Hey, you know what? Fair enough. I mean, it's the, the, the guitars in, in this song, like really definitely got it down to a T or whatnot. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, and I should explore more Manchester Orchestra. Um, you
1: and me both. You and me both.
0: <laughs> I'm like, I normally don't say that for songs that are on my playlist. But
1: <laughs> Wait, you don't do your research and listen to every single song on James Crowley's Infinite playlist? No, I listen to every
0: song, but like, it's
1: usually. I, my, I know.
0: <laughs> I, artists like the Mountain Goats, I know so much. Manchester Orchestra, much
1: less look there's gonna be so- there are songs on this playlist like you know kai dreams i haven't listened to any of the guys songs before i started putting this playlist together so like you know i trust me i, I know exactly what you mean man Definitely.
0: well let's keep on rolling along into your next pick uh which this was uh, out of like the things i didn't know on your playlist this might have been my favorite moaning by art blakely and the jazz messengers <laughs>
1: Look, I had to put a jazz song on here because I felt like jazz, whether it is spoken word or whether it's just the instruments is like the cornerstone for a lot of people when it comes to visualization in music. And I feel like at least for me, you might have a different vision. But again, for me, someone that's kind of grew up out in the country or whatnot, like I, I hear this and I think this is what a like, city like nightscape like you know a uh, bar crawl or something like that especially in like 1950s something like that like just yeah. going to like different bars and such this is what it would sound like more or less like going to new york and just going to like the different bars and like you know hey pop in here like there's some vibe and music or whatnot you pop out for a second you go to a different one art blakey and you know the, the messengers did a wonderful job like really making whoever listened immersed into that situation yeah.
0: Yeah, because um, I kind of, uh, I'm pulling up my notes for this, where I did kind of, I I, I had a similar image, but like, I guess because, because I have that sort of city, city image, I know that that's not what it feels like, but it made me think of walking down the street and, at like six o'clock on a weeknight, when you have an important place to be,
1: there you, you know? go.
0: And maybe not like a super important place, but like you know, like maybe you have like a date or like a dinner or something, you know, or like you're meeting an old friend for like drinks or something, and you're just like trying to rush, but people might be like walking slow, or like you know, someone might be trying to like ask you for a dollar, um, there you, you go. know. And like you said, jazz just does that so incredibly well. Um, I, I don't want to say it cause I know I've said it a million times on this podcast. I got really into jazz during the pandemic and <laughs> like, it does that so much now uh, it, like where I listen to it and I picture things or like uh, I've gotten into like air pianoing or air trumpeting, you know, the way people would air guitar.
1: Yeah, no, no, trust me. It's a, it's a very good point. And I, I do want to say, I appreciate you giving your perspective on like what this song like what gave you a vision of as well because that's that's another thing that i think is important when it comes to music and mental images more than anything else we listened to the same exact song we got two similar but different images like that is the beauty when it comes to music more than anything else, especially when it comes to what we're talking about because again like i i grew up in country like i've been to like atlanta and such i've been to orlando i've been to big cities and such but like i've never really had like the experience that like you might be talking about and such but like music transcends that to where like it will make you feel lived in you know from right. the you yeah. bring
0: your own experiences to it you know where y- you like know what a city you know what a city is like you mm-hmm. know and like you know i've you know i just kind of like ha- i've lived in city, so i'm like okay this is you know what it is for me very specifically
1: <laughs> oh no absolutely and uh, I, it goes back to what i'm talking about like when it comes to just art in general like like jazz is jazz is a great art form not just for music but for art as a whole if nothing yeah. else because this one I was like you know with, with this one like you and I both listen to it there's like no lyrics compared to every other I think this is the only song on here that entirely has no instrumental. Yeah. yeah entirely instrumental no lyrics you know it's just you're vibing along with it one way or another and so to have that kind of element to it to where like you can still get a great mental image from just instruments just playing along with each other rifting along with each other more than anything else that is the beauty of jazz when it comes as an art form as a whole
0: absolutely yeah it's like yeah i watched the miles davis documentary a few months ago and like Ooh. just kind of the way that like that guy can he you know a lot of the emotion that I get from music comes from the lyrics, but I get a lot of emotion from jazz and I don't necessarily like jazz with vocals in it. I prefer the instrumental stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, straight up. It's one of those like, don't get me wrong, there are certainly some jazz songs out there that like the vocals are a nice little addition. A time like Ella Fitzgerald like yeah. did a song, or uh, what's what's Nina Simone? Like anytime like they sang or whatnot, like it always punctuated like the music that was accommodating it. But like A good music, a good song will let you get a great experience and not have to say a single word.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's like, it's like the opposite of, I feel like a lot of people say this with a lot of like country music where if it's a good song, you just need an acoustic guitar and a singer uh but like with jazz it's like yeah you don't need a sing. you do need the instruments but you don't need a singer
1: it, it's one of those the, the instruments are the singers in that yeah. case the horns, the 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 saxophone you know the you the could piano listen like, to, that. like
0: a great trumpet player just the trumpet player
1: yeah exactly trust me we've had several trumpet players like emphasize that you know uh louis armstrong uh dizzy Gillespie, you know a lot of those people out there that have emphasized that, again, you don't need to say a single word and still tell an amazing story.
0: Absolutely. Um, let's roll on into my next pick, which was what Sarah said by Death Cat for Cutie. very sad song <laughs> you're, you're you're on the, I know I, I, think, I, I think
1: I think, think you said this before you got I like know. some like certified sad boy vibes I, <laughs> I do,
0: I do. Um, different type of sad I think than the other stuff where I feel like the, yeah you know this is confronting death um, yeah. very viscerally um, and I just I like the way Ben Gibbard paints a hospital um, yeah. I think that it's very accurate I think that you know i think that there is a little bit of hope in this and i think that there's a little bit of maybe not hope is the right word but i think that there's a little bit of how we all actually grieve where mm-hmm. you know when that idea of love is watching someone die you know y- when you lose someone you feel a lot of things because you love them <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I mean, there's when when someone like passes away and such. Just in general, like it it it's it's what it, like people don't you know. There might be people that say you know it was unexpected, but like it's you know, or you know we kind of expected it or something like that. But it's always like unexpected in one aspect or another because. If nothing else, like it's an experience that you've had with that person, and you kind of always expect them to be there, and then they're just not there. It's always it's always rough for anyone to deal with. And this song, I want to give credit, like it was great with how like Death Cat the Cutie like really emphasized, you know, how how rough of the experiences was, but also like with what Sarah said, literally, you know, at, at the tail end of the song, like really sort of emphasizing, you know, it's not just the the atmosphere, but like the emotion and the mentality that you have when someone is going through that kind of thing. I, um, a little personal here. I will give heads up to people at home and whatnot. I recently had my grandfather pass away earlier this oh, year. I'm sorry. It, it, it is what it is. He, uh, he passed away from COVID, sad, sadly. But, um, I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. It's not like they're <laughs> like the guy was 77 years old. And like right. he had 50% of his heart working and such. And like he, but don't get me wrong. The man was a fighter more than yeah. anything else. Like he tried to fight as hard as he could to the end. My, my dad was very lucky enough to actually see him. Like the, 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 the staff at the hospital were actually willing to let him go in for 15 minutes, all suited up and stuff like that. But I actually get to see yeah. him the day before he passed away. And yeah, you know, awesome. I hate, to, I, I hate to be the one to tell this story. If my dad was, you know, wasn't busy doing stuff, I would let him tell the story, but he was talking about how I'll tell two instances in that hospital. There was one to where the oxygen machine just kept beeping for for no apparent reason. Yeah, or, Well, there was a reason because my grandpa wasn't getting a lot of oxygen because of this stuff. Yeah, Well, I mean, like, you know, they're trying to have this moment or whatnot, but the oxygen keeps beeping. Right. My grandfather looks at the oxygen machine oxygen machine flips to the bird and tells you, fuck you. <laughs> 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 Basically, but the, the more somber of the ones and the one that's going to relate more with this song is, you know, my, my grandpa told my dad, you know, Hey, you know, I, I'm scared. I'm scared. Cause it's one of those, he didn't, he didn't want this to happen. He didn't want right. none, of, none of us wanted it to happen, but my dad looked at him and it told him straight up, then fight, fight to get back, fight more than anything else. And, you know, it, it's never, it, it kind of just happened, you know? Yeah. But same time, like with this song it's sort of emphasized that like stuff like this happens, it, it's going to happen. Yeah. But you can't really just like let go with the people involved, you know?
0: Absolutely. No. And I mean, that makes me think about, uh, you know, when I lost my grandfather uh, six years ago, I think now uh, on my mom's side. Um, my condolences thank you uh, but he was he was like 91 you know so okay, like yeah. lived a very very long life uh but you know it's you know it's kind of like the opposite end of that where like he w- he was very like ready to go the last time i saw him was on christmas and he was you know he's like yeah, yeah. Just, like i i'm tired i i just want it to end um and it's sad and it's difficult to it's difficult to watch someone go through i think any aspect of it you know right right and the fear and things like that and yeah
1: but uh, at the end of the day like you know with any sort of situation like this, you know, with this song in particular, like it get you said yourself, it gives a good like visualization of the hospital bed, but you should or like the hospital as a whole, but you shouldn't emphasize what you know where they were and all this kind of stuff. Like I said, the last few lines about what Sarah actually said, like that's the part that you need to hold on to the memory yeah. of a person because that's what's gonna have that's what's gonna keep them alive more than anything else.
0: Yeah, I love that opening line where uh he says every plan is a tiny prayer to father time
1: yeah that is that is a little that you you were talking about like getting the stickers and stuff for like mountain goods and stuff like that. that's a yeah that's something that needs to be like plastered on billboards more than anything else like that's that is a heavy hitting line more than anything Definitely. else.
2: This has been a Lughole Podcast.